0: I wasn't really sure what to call this episode when Sensei Jackie and I put it together over this last week. We have listener mail. We also have stories about how people started karate. And we have our guest, Sensei Randy. Hey. Hey. So after you listen, you guys can figure out what we should call it. On the file, I named it Mix and Match. And I kept thinking we should just call it a patchwork of our work. (laughs) So... We hope you enjoy it. It certainly has a lot in it.
1: This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations.
0: I'm Sensei Michelle. Welcome back. I'm Sensei Jackie. And I'm Sensei Randy. And we're all glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. It's a great day to be recording a podcast. (laughs) Okay, so we're starting out with an audio listener mail, which is awesome, right? And what's more, it's from Hanshi Malinowski. Thank you, Hanshi. It's really always a pleasure to hear from you. So in our episode on the letter R, we did the word Renshi. And that got us to talking about rank. And the words Hanshi and Shihan came up. And he added some priceless information to our conversation. And I was so grateful. And I am so grateful. So I'm going to share it here. I always learn so much whenever Hanshi speaks.
1: Yes. I may not understand all of it, but it's (laughs) great. I
0: think that's true of all of us. Okay. Thank you in advance, Hanshi, and everybody take a listen.
2: Good morning. Welcome to your early morning Melanosky rant. Okay. On the uh, subject that was at hand uh, yesterday, uh, Shihan. You know, that's one of the most widely differentially uh, used uh, terms in the martial arts, Japanese style. Shihan, professor, teacher of teachers, master, Uh, the actual teaching license, the menkyo, so to speak. It varies from style to style. Now, let's start with this. In Koryu, in the old school, the Shihan was the person with the knowledge, the person that actually knew the entire system. Or, you know, uh, enough of the entire system to make it to Xi'an. Usually the most knowledgeable guy, or guys, or girls, or people. Now, the Soke, S-O-K-E, Soke, is the inheritor. And uh, Japanese tradition, more times than not, it's a bloodline person, the next in line, or most worthy uh, person of bloodline would be the soke, not necessarily the most knowledgeable or the most proficient. The shihan is the one that actually holds that knowledge. Okay, so the Soke is the head of the system by blood relation, usually. And the shihan is the one that uh, keeps the uh, the catalog, the menkyo, in his head. In modern karate to here in the United States especially, a Shihan is usually a six Don and above. It's not really commensurate with a, a, a rank, uh, in you know, as, as far as the number of Don. Hanshi, Hanshi became infectious. Uh, There was a time when the only time you heard Hanshi was uh, some high-ranking Japanese exalted master that you only read about, you know, nowadays, especially now in the past few years. Man, I've seen so many people um, all of a sudden become Hanshi. And, you know, that's neither here nor there to say that. But anyway, Shihan, Shihan, once you become an instructor, a full-blown instructor in... Asia, uh, you will often be given Shihan license. I myself, um, I prefer to use chairman, which sounds kind of communist, which I don't intend at all, uh, because I'm the chairman of my organization. Han Shi was given to me by Peter Urban.
0: We've already gotten a lot, haven't we?
2: Yes.
0: Oh my goodness, I learned so much, and now I have to go back and study what I learned a little bit. (laughs) But I got to tell you, there's one more little piece, and it, too, is very unique. Because in this one, Hanshi is impersonating Grandmaster Peter Urban. This is a riot. Uh,
2: This again, you know, it was inevitable that I'd come back for a second one. Okay, um, uh, I like what you said uh, at the end of your message, where you uh, don't like uh, to be called anything other than sensei. I'll give you some words from my sensei. There is no higher title than sensei. You could be called anything. You could call yourself anything, but sensei, sensei is the highest title.
0: Okay. Just one more time. I want to thank you, Hanshi, for sharing that information. Yes, the copy on the audio wasn't perfect, but it was totally worth it. I loved every minute. I'm excited that a lot of our listeners are able to hear what Hanshi has to say. And Sensei, isn't it true that, that on his blog, that's my Satori and I'm, I'm sticking to it, that there are clips of Peter Urban speaking? I, I'm almost sure that I heard those. Yes, and video, I believe, as well. And you can also check out Hanshi Milanowski on Facebook. Um, his Facebook group is called the Satori Martial Arts Study Group. It is by invitation, but it's totally worth trying to get in. He posts some wonderful things. Okay, thank you, Hanshi. Now we got to move on. So next
1: up, I believe we have how some people started karate. Us. I love those stories. And if you have one and you want to share, please get in touch with us. And of course, I always love hearing them because I don't remember how I started karate. I've just been around it forever. I always
0: say about Sensei Randy that he, he, the best part of his karate beginnings was that I used to carry him into Master Collegian's warehouse when he was in his carrier and I was babysitting. And Master Collegian always used to say, that kid's not going to cry, is he? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, no, no, Sensei, he won't make a sound. And you know what? You never did.
1: And from what I've heard, I wasn't a crier as a baby. No. Nah. <laughs> that was my brother. So since the beginning, he
0: has been in a dojo. But today we're going to hear... From our guest, Stephen, and he's been on a couple of times. Yes. And then we're going to go right into Sensei Jerry's story. And her story is also very unique. It surely is. And it's so exciting for us to have these beginning stories Mm -hmm. of of people that are still training in karate. And you can go back in old episodes and hear my story and your Sensei Jackie, because we've told them a couple of times. I really don't know where. I wouldn't know either, but... But they're in the episode somewhere. Okay, so again, a quick thank you to the people who have already recorded. And here's our first story. We're going to start out with Stephen and his adventure here in Western Florida.
3: Thank you, Sensei. My journey started technically in 2014 when my daughter Madison enrolled in karate, And I was one of those parents sitting on the sidelines paying attention. And I felt like I was a Kata master. I knew (laughs) Saifa from the sidelines. You know, I could tell when someone did something right or wrong. So that first year, I was very attentive. And Sensei Shop noticed this. And Ken and Lee and Al, and now Mm -hmm. they're all Senseis. Uh, But they weren't at the time. They were my friends. (laughs) Very, very welcoming. So I'm sitting on the sidelines. I'm paying attention. And I see... Guys I like, it's not about ego, no one's trying to get hurt, and it was just really a welcoming, wonderful environment. But I wasn't sure it was for me, I wasn't sure it was for me. So a year goes by, and, and they, again, keep, keep going, keep going. One day, Sensei shop sent he just takes a gi out from the back and gives it to me, because goes, you're in class tonight. And, and that's how it started, it was a push into it, and I felt so awkward, but it was so great. And I remember, remember, I'm a kata master, right, from the side, I can tell you what you did wrong. Doing it first person, totally different game. Ah. I'm like, <laughs> left hand, right hand. What ah. locking system? It was so eye-opening and, and amazing that that journey started that way. But it was that push I needed. And I'm, I'm so thankful to Sensei Shop for, for giving me that push to come on and join.
0: Excellent. Just one thing to tell them in case they're interested, they can find you at the Weston Community Center.
3: Yes, Sensei. In, in Weston, uh, Florida. In Weston Regional Park. Awesome. awesome.
4: And now let's move on to Sensei Jerry. Absolutely. So Sensei, um, 23 years ago when I was just a wee little bit, no, (laughs) 23 years ago is when my journey started. I was at a point in my life, I actually moved here to Florida with my husband and my two small children, left most of my family behind, which anybody who knew me, that was like a, a huge part of me. Um, so I had some challenges. I also was starting a career and raising two small children. So, I was kind of stuck in a place, and some of you who go through life may resonate with that where you get stuck and you feel like you need something to help you or to to help you get out of your own way. and I just could not do that for the life of me, whatever I did, no matter how hard I worked out, no matter you know who I talked to or. You know, if I went to therapy or whatever it may be. So my ex-husband at the time, uh, my husband at the time, um, had mentioned to me that maybe I should try martial arts. And um, I was always very physical in the gym and things like that. So I looked up martial arts schools in the area, things I could afford. The community center had a martial arts class. So I was gung-ho going to start that martial arts class. It took me a year to get there for various reasons we won't get into. And, uh, so I, one Saturday morning, got up, I said, I'm, I'll be back in an hour, left the house, took forever to get out of the house, um, ended up going to the dojo, um, at the time did not really know much about etiquette, much about anything. I had tried, I think it was like a two week program at one of the karate schools in the local area. And they had given you a white gi. This was over the summer. So I obviously wasn't joining their dojo, but went to uh, the school and decided to wear these white pants. So mm-hmm. I mean, you're all smiling, I'm sure. So I'm wearing <laughs> these white pants, and I have on a tank top. And you know, I was used to going to the gym all the time and taking classes and stuff. So I just walk in, and you know, everybody Sensei Jeff is standing in the front, absolutely packed class Saturday morning, kids and and adults, uh, youths and adults, and they're all doing jump jacks. So I just go to the back and jump and jack in. So like I would in any class of, like if I was in a gym and going into Zuma or, you know, yoga or whatever it may be. So I started doing the jumping jacks and um, all of a sudden, I, I just think it's important to tell the whole thing. So you guys get the whole picture. Sensei Jeff decides to do his jumping jacks and all the way to the back. And mm-hmm. neither one of us stopped jumping jacking and put his hand out. And he said, hi, he said, I'm Sensei Jeff. And I said, <laughs> hi, I'm Jerry. And we shook hands, never stop jump jack. And he went all the way back and I stayed where I was. So throughout the whole entire class, which obviously I thank him all the time because, you know, the way he taught his class, we went through all different types of things. And at the end of the class, we did a little light sparring and he obviously knew how to get me hooked. So he asked me, you know, did you ever, have you ever sparred? I said, well, I have two brothers. And he said, okay, (laughs) that's good. I said, okay. So he put me up there and, you know, basically gave basics on, you know, what would be happening, you know, setting the stage and he had a purple belt female. So we started sparring or whatever, whatever. And she hit me and she hit me hard. And I thought that that person hit me hard. I mean, you didn't say person. What is, that, but no, what is that? What is your problem? So, and she was younger than me, Landon, by a lot. So, <laughs> so I just thought, okay. So we get back, you know, start sparring again. So I, I'm going to hit her. I'm going to get her. I'm going to hit her. So I hit her, you know, and again, she hits me back. And I, and I, and I thought at the end of the class, like we got through all the sparring, I I am going to come back every day until I beat that person at sparring. <laughs> and that was it. And that is how I got started in karate. And basically, if I tell you, probably, um, you know, like I said, I thank my sensei every day because he was such an amazing teacher. And literally, I was able to, over the years, just fight my demons and I like I Landon may be a little too young to understand this and I'm not saying that you are I'm just saying the the younger person might not be able to stand this but I was able to fight those demons or at least keep them corralled and get out of my own way and um, it helped me through my life and I never look back and I am so proud of where I was able to get myself and one of the things Master Collegian always said to me he said you know He said, not only did it save you, but it saved your girls. And I believe that 150%. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's
0: my story. Let's tackle the demons first. They come at every age. Yes. And karate does help. But if you're out there as a listener who is not a martial artist, it is not a miracle cure. If Mm -hmm. you have issues, then therapy is always a good idea. And we said that over and over and over again on this show. Karate is wonderful. It is. And it gives you this shockingly powerful self-control and both of those words are equally important the self and the control yes it one isn't more than the other so anybody want to add on the
4: on the demons part i i do sensei if i can sure so when you go with the self-control i go with the the self-confidence and mm-hmm. then i go with the if you can do this you can get through mm-hmm. anything like you know, a lot of times when you go through your testing and your ranks or mm-hmm. you get pushed to that place where you just don't know how, you know, in fighting and in Kata and mm-hmm. self-defense and you're just, you, you get through that, then you know that you can get through other things. So I think that, yes, there is that, you know, therapy and all these other avenues that you can do,
3: mm-hmm. but
4: that was a huge compliment to me and mm-hmm. everything else I had already done to push me through. Me too. Me too. I will not add what I say about
0: myself had I not joined karate. If you want to know, contact me. <laughs> we all have a story of what might have happened to us had we not joined karate. So now we have to give Sensei Jeff a shout out because Sensei Jeff is Sensei Jeff Collegian. And Sensei Jerry, would you like to take it from here? Just a little background
4: for us, please. Oh, Sensei. Um, and Sensei Jeff is Master Collegian's son. Oh, and has been in karate most likely since in the womb. Yes. (laughs) Sensei Peg was definitely a karate person. Yes. And is very, very true to the traditions of karate and Mm -hmm. held us very close to that. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate him for, for that. Thanks guys. That was excellent.
0: You know what else is excellent? Or what? what would be excellent? What? If our listeners would go to Honor Athletics, Athletics, of course. course. That would be awesome. Now, Randy, you've heard a bunch of episodes and been on a bunch of episodes. Do, you, do you have that phone number down?
1: No, I do not. So I'm bad with numbers.
0: So here's a funny story. I was editing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And when I did the number on the one that I was editing yesterday, I selected the first six Ooh. numbers. Oh, no. Yes. So it's area me. So it's area code 770 945 5150 And I had to fix it right there on the spot. Isn't that hilarious? That is funny. But you can scroll down in the notes to the link that we always post or go on uh, on the internet to honor-athletics.com and mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. And while we're shamelessly trying to make money. Can I say if you've got a couple extra bucks, please scroll down and click our link and support us that way. It would be very kind and we would be grateful. Us? We certainly would. Okay, that's it for the ads, guys. Now we have another listener mail, don't we? We do from our very good friend Sensei Robert Carbone. He is a good friend, and boy, have we known each other for a very long time. He wrote us quite a long note about our episode on the Book of Set. Sensei Jackie, will you start out that reading for me? Yes. Sensei Carbone says, I love the interview with all the black belts explaining the book of set. I thought it was well done. I just (laughs) want to say a quick thanks. That's really nice that somebody mentions. Sure is. And then he goes on to say that some quotes came to me while I was listening. When I was testing for my fourth degree black belt, Master Collegian said, now it's time to conquer your ego. Of course, that was after my kata test.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. That is a characteristic of how Master Collegian ran that, um, what we call junior master test, that fourth degree test. Everybody who's been through it went through that. They certainly did. And they certainly felt their ego being tested. Absolutely. And also, no one who does traditional martial arts will say anything Other than controlling your ego, which we've talked about many times on this podcast, is such an asset in reality situations. Because if you're thinking about what you are appearing like, it's very hard to be there in the moment. And being in the moment saves your life. That's the bottom line. That's the crystallization of it. And it goes always to what Sensei Carbone says the saying that Master Collegian said frequently, fear is your enemy and technique is your armor. That is a Master Collegian quote. And I don't think it was in his book. And I love that one. I do too. I'm so glad that uh, Sensei Carbone remembered it. Me too. And then he he finishes by saying, I thought this episode was well done and informative. I'd love to read the book soon. And we hope you will, Sensei. Sensei Carbone, you know, I just appreciate your input so much. Thank you for that. And I think I'm going to see you soon. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. All right. We have one more letter to read. And this one is, we're going to kind of surprise Landon because I don't think he completely knows that his interview fostered this wonderful letter from our friend T.G. McKinnon in
1: Tasmania. Yeah.
0: Now, if I got my notes correct here, Randy, you're going to read this one
1: for us. All right, here we go. So Zoe and I have just finished listening to Landon's interview. And I have to say that as impressed as we have always been with Landon's abundance of bubbling good humor and keen intellect, we were so captivated by his whole presentation that we smiled ear to ear all the way through. He's such a nice young man. I feel so privileged to have been in a position to even have glimpsed this very positive human traveling deathly through a couple of his formative years. All our best wishes and positive energy goes to all of you.
0: Okay, first off, he's not wrong about Landon. No, we've always known since we very first ever were in contact with that young man that he has a, a fantastic destiny ahead. And also, I just want to say on air, as much as Landon is such a big part of this podcast and as much as he people always write about how great he is. He does not at all have a big head.
1: No, sense.
0: not at all. No, he just digs in and gets the work done with everybody else. And I'm so proud of him for that. And even when he's not here, he's here. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sometimes think Linda will be telling me this right while <laughs> we're doing something. So I want to thank Sheehan McKinnon for that awesome, kind note. And I know you do, too, Sensei. Oh, yes. And I will share it with the parents because they deserve a copy as well. Yes. And uh, we'll keep you posted on what happens as Landon enters his senior year and then off to college. Ooh. I can't believe he, it was that long ago when he was in like fifth or sixth grade when we started this sixth thing. Sixth grade, that's right. It's not Middle It's school. scary
1: how, how fast they go to Sensei. It, oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm not even that old. <laughs>
0: According to my teenagers,
1: we all... I'm old now, according to my kids. My kids tell me I'm old. Um, I'm not with it anymore.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So if you would like to tell us anything about this podcast, your start story, send us some listener mail. You're going to get in touch with us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. And if you would like to get in touch with us on Instagram, we're at Wildcat Dojo Conversations.
1: And thinking of old, if you want to reach the podcast by email, go to dojoconversations at AOL.com.
0: I know. What can I tell you? That's just how it goes, guys. I know. (laughs) You know what? I'm not even going to apologize for it anymore. I didn't know they still were around. Get over it, folks. They're totally still around. So it's time for us to start the closeout.
1: And I feel like I have to come back soon because this one was pretty easy on my end.
0: Yes, it was. We all had an easy time today. We surely did. We'll see you next week. Bye. And I'm signing
1: us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.